0: are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Today is Friday, February 15, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one stating that the intended audience for this episode is everybody. So this past week was a very busy one in healthcare IT because the HIMSS conference just occurred. There were many news items that dropped, but we don't have time to go over everything, so I'll be selecting a few to talk about for this week. I was unable to attend HIMSS this year, but one of my colleagues that has will be interviewed in the future episode, and we may discuss his impressions of this year's conference. So let's get started. The first article is, The FDA kicks off a pilot program to strengthen drug supply chain. So here we go. Ever since the updates to the Drug Supply Chain Security Act, Pharmacy departments everywhere and drug manufacturers have been trying to figure out how we are able to incorporate the vast amount of information into the tracking of a medication as outlined by the Act. This would be an entire overhaul of the current industry, all the way from the manufacturers barcoding the medications down to the electronic health records, having modules that can track it. So in the latest activity from the FDA, they have announced that there is now a pilot project program. They are accepting applicants to this program up until March 11th, 2019. Under this program, the FDA will work with the stakeholders to establish one or more pilot projects to explore and evaluate methods to enhance the safety and the security of the drug supply chain. So uh, this program is open to supply chain stakeholders who would like to apply, and the FDA has ensured that participation reflects the diversity of the supply chain, including large and small entities from all industry sectors. So this is a great opportunity for those of us uh, informatics pharmacists Who have experience in the supply chain management, particularly those who are interested in using blockchain technology as a ledger verification method for the supply chain. This is a point where we as informatics pharmacists need to be engaged to ensure that our voices are part of what shapes the future of technology in the drug supply chain environment. So the next thing is there was a massive rule drop, actually two massive rule drops at HIMSS 19 this year. So the CMS and the ONC proposed new regulations to transform future of interoperability and patient access. So on the first day of HIMSS, there were two massive rule drops. The CMS and the ONC are actually separate entities, but they're aligned in terms of uh, being under DHHS. So the ONC proposed a rule called the 21st Century Cures Act, interoperability, information blocking, and the ONC health IT. This was a gigantic report consisting of 724 pages. And this report outlined a drive towards competition, which would lead to innovation. This is done by providing uh, patients and providers with a better way of having choices in their care. Patients are to be allowed full access to all of their digital health data. And there will be a push for standardized APIs to allow patients to access this on their smartphones. There are also now seven new proposed exceptions to the definition of information blocking. So if you don't know, information blocking is basically the intended blocking of information exchange between health systems or professionals. The seven exceptions to information blocking are the following. One is to prevent harm. Two is to promote privacy of electronic health information, or EHI. Uh, Third is promoting the security of EHI. And fourth is recovering the costs reasonable incurred. Uh, Fifth is responding to requests that are infeasible. Uh, Sixth is licensing of interoperability elements on reasonable and non-discriminatory terms. And seventh is maintaining and improving health IT performance. So since the report is quite massive, you can find more information in the show notes should you desire to review the entire report. As for CMS, they proposed a rule called Interoperability and Patient Access Proposed Rule. It's separate from ONCs, but it also focuses on patient access to their data. It also extends to the use of standardized APIs, and it also discusses on requiring FHIR. There's also implications with health information exchange because it requires additional organizations, such as MA organizations, Medicaid, managed care plans, and more, to support the proper HIE. They also propose that these payers participate in an exchange network for a nationwide exchange of data. All right, so the next thing is FHIR as a gateway to AI. So at the HIMSS conference, there was a panel that consisted of the HIMSS CEO Hal Wolf, Google Cloud CEO Ashima Gupta, IBM's um, Mark Dudman, and Microsoft's Peter Lee that discussed the future of healthcare. The panel touched on the future of cloud computing in healthcare, where the strategy is that they focused on interoperability. So even though they are all competitors, they have stated that in their strategies, they must align so that they can make a difference in the healthcare arena. It's been identified that Fire's ability to interface previously non-talking systems is a key factor in moving towards machine learning and AI. So the next thing is about cybersecurity and IoT devices. So one of the major themes at HIMSS was cybersecurity. This was seen in some new cybersecurity consulting firms being announced uh, to new cybersecurity products that would help with securing IoT devices. So IoT devices, or Internet of Things devices, are devices that rely on wireless capabilities and push and pull data. In the healthcare arena, We're talking about like wireless smart pumps, wearable devices, etc. A common issue with IoT devices in healthcare is the lack of security and encryption. So at HIMSS, there were some security technologies launched that would focus on being simple and easy solutions to securing these vulnerable IoT devices. With these tools, they overcome the overarching issues of manufacturers not considering that an organization's private systems could be connected to a public internet. So having these software options will help eliminate the potential risk for data breaches or data leaks. So before we go, if you'd like to actually check out more news on healthcare IT, you can uh, check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right, if you like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITme or our Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics, or you can send us an email at PharmacyITMe at gmail.com. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account at TonyDaoPharmD and visit our website PharmacyITMe.com for any podcast updates or occasional blog posts. And also, I wanted to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or the Slack workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted one through the Slack workspaces. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within as well. You can find out more by visiting Pharmacist Connect, so that's dot com. So thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy, IT, and Me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.